This is Ethan, and I'm here with Dave and special guest Aaron Henry, and together we are Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, ridiculously self-indulgent bonus episode, 27 Centimeter. On this very special bonus episode, we talk about our fateful algrimage to Darwin, Minnesota, to visit the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota, while traveling out for Weird Al's 2022, the unfortunate return of the ridiculously self-indulgent, ill-advised Vanity Tour. It's Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Al Podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Al Podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Al Podcast. You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Al Podcast. Welcome, Aaron. How's it going? Hi. It's great. I'm happy to be on. Thank you, guys. Oh my gosh, what a fun time we had in Darwin, Minnesota. Oh, I cannot wait to share it with everybody. We had such a fun time there, didn't we? Absolutely. And it was a really good day, yes. And I have to say, Aaron, part of that excellentness was thanks to your doing, so I'm sure we'll get to that in due time. Um, and Aaron, you're a, a huge Weird Al fan. I know we've talked about you on the podcast before, um, but um, why don't you give us just a little introduction of, of yourself? When did you become a Weird Al fan? Um, when did you decide to dedicate your life to Weird Al? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, becoming a Weird Al fan was my dad's fault. Uh, he was a Weird Al fan before I was born. And then once, uh, you know, every time we were in a, the car together alone, we would listen to Weird Al. Any road trip, we would listen to Weird Al. He took me to several concerts growing up. And once I became an adult and got, um, you know, adult money and was able to choose how I spent it, I realized, hey, I can, it's, it's allowed to go to more, more than one show uh, on a tour if that's what you want to do. Um, and so I've been fortunate enough to be able to go on a lot of shows and I just each tour I feel like I've been able to go on more and more and yeah that's how I'm a fan I guess I blame my dad but he calls it good parenting <laughs> oh, so I do too <laughs> <laughs> and I, guess... I agree and, and Aaron we, yeah and Aaron we've known each other for for many years um, I can't remember the first time we met somewhere in New York, probably. Uh, but anyway, uh, you were, uh, most recently, uh, we, we were hanging out with you and your wonderful father, Brad, uh, out in Las Vegas. So, uh, it was great to finally, it was great to hang out with you for a couple of days there. And it was great to finally meet your father. Amazing, amazing yeah. gentleman. Yeah. Wonderful the, guy. the first time we met, yeah, the first time we met Dave, I believe was actually at Radio City, um, you said, hey, look at this. And I was wearing one of my original, I think it was the original sweatshirt with him and uh, my my face and his, and Al's face. Um, and you took a picture of me. And that's where I met a lot of, of fans as well. And it's just grown from there. Vegas was a lot of fun where we were actually able to spend time and hang out. Yeah, I don't know if I actually met you yeah, that's it. at uh, Radio City, Aaron. I'm, I'm, I, you know, I recognize the shirt, so I might have seen your like posts online, but I think the first time I was really in your presence was at the star ceremony. I think that's, that's what it was. Yes. Um, yep. I think so as well. And I just, I didn't even know your and name. You... I just knew you as the girl with the awesome, you know, weird Al shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> so can you explain? And I, I, I'm new to the, I... 
Go ahead. Well, can uh, can you just explain your shirts just for people who may not be familiar? Yeah, so the first time I got VIP, I don't believe it was the first time I had actually met him because I had met him uh, before, you know, either outside at the bus or at his book signings. Uh, but the first time I had gotten a VIP photo with him, I decided I want to do something more than just hanging this picture on my wall. So I was able to print uh, a full printed shirt uh, through a company that I had found, you know, front and back. Uh, I believe the first one was either him kissing me or me kissing him, if I can remember, on the cheek. Uh, and so the next time I met him, I was able to wear that shirt and then <laughs> get that on a shirt and forward and move forward and forward. And since 2016, um, I have gotten, I think I'm five or six deep uh, now into Al, into uh, Alception, as I call it. So when we see you wearing your shirt, on your shirt is a picture of you meeting Al while wearing a shirt of you meeting Al while wearing a shirt of you eating at, at meeting Al and so on and so on. So it's, yeah, this crazy, uh, hilarious inception. And you know, how does Al react when uh, when he sees you in your shirts? I think about three deep, he, he took a picture of of my shirt on his phone um, and said, hey, that's pretty cool. And then now it's just kind of a, oh, you again, sort of <laughs> uh, reaction. I guess he expects it now. <laughs> the novelty is worn off for Al. He... <laughs> right, right, right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I've yeah. got to ask you if you can remember back to the very first time that you had this idea for the Al Inception. Uh, obviously, you couldn't have been wearing a shirt with both you and Weird Al on it. So what was the, the baseline shirt at the bottom if you if you were to zoom in on all of your shirts and go all the way back to the beginning? Do you remember what you yes. were wearing? The baseline shirt, I'm wearing a baseball tee, uh, the Mad Magazine cover, baseball tee. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so Al is the still original on there. shirt. If... I suppose, yeah. I guess he is. <laughs> and Alfred E. Newman is playing the Cartoon part of you. Form. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. How awesome. Yep, that's, that's the first one. Mm-hmm. Well, Aaron, ever <clears throat> ever since we you know got to spend extra time together in Las Vegas, and you let us know that you and your dad are originally from Minnesota, we were so excited to see you when we actually came out to Minnesota for the first time. So um, I do want to just sort of mention, put this out there, that um, while this is episode 27 centimeter, um, if you're going by timeline standards, we have already recorded episode 28 centimeter dave yeah so uh just uh, yeah a little programming note uh on episode 28 centimeter we go over the concert in mankato minnesota which was held on july 23rd our trip to the twine ball is on july 24th as well as the concert later that evening which will be on which also on July 24th, uh, which will be episode 29 centimeter. Uh, episode 28 centimeter, we talked to the amazing Jackson Scoggins. And since uh, they are a time traveler, we decided to do a little time traveling with our episodes <laughs> uh, because it, it doesn't make, it, you know, it doesn't matter to Jackson because Jackson's a time traveler. Right. So, uh, yeah. So, anyway, uh, 
Yes, uh, 27. For If you're listening to our bonus episode, you already know this, but it's a very special number for Weird Al Yankovic. And since technically this isn't a concert review, it's more of a just an overview of all the wonderful time we spent in Darwin, Minnesota, we've decided to make that our special number 27 episode for our Ridiculously Self-Indulgent bonus episode series. So if you're the kind of person who needs to listen in chronological order, you're going to need to wait for episode 28 centimeter to come out. Listen to that first, (laughs) then come back to this episode, put this on pause, listen to episode 27, then jump ahead to episode 29 centimeter. I hope you got all that. And if you just want to listen in the order that we presented to you, then just keep listening. We 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 are presenting it in the order that we think it should be presented, but of course, once you put media <laughs> out there into the world, it is up to the listeners to decide. So that is your choice, listener, mm-hmm. how you want to listen to it. Or I think this is I think this is like that whole uh, Star Wars thing where you know some people want to <laughs> watch the movies in the order that they were released, and some right. people want to watch it you know in chronological <laughs> order, and some people have some other totally different order that they need to watch it in. So. Really, mm-hmm. anywhere Very you similar. choose to listen to these episodes in, I, I think you will enjoy them. I think they will, too, regardless of how they listen. And, Dave, there is another <laughs> option. They could listen to 27 centimeter, then 28 centimeter, then again 27 centimeter, then 28, 29 mm. centimeter. Um, if you want the full experience of both um, number order and chronological order, um that's that's a yet another way to listen. Let us know what you decided to do. Yeah, I like <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> All right, so let's let's talk about let's talk about uh, July twenty fourth. Um, uh, we got up pretty early, Dave, and um, I, I guess um, Aaron, Dave, and I will will share our journey until we got to the Twine Ball, and then if you want to share mm-hmm. a little bit of your journey, but uh, so Dave, we got up pretty early. Um, we had breakfast at the hotel and got on the road and, uh, it was what, like a, an hour. Well, yeah. I mean, so, away. so yes. So yeah, I think we had figured out, I mean, we, so again, jumping back to episode 28 centimeter, we were up pretty late recording that as all of our episodes usually go, uh, with Jackson, uh, we dropped Jackson back off at their hotel. And then, uh, the following morning, the plan was to go pick up Jackson. However, Somehow Jackson ended up, you know, joining us for breakfast. I guess they walked over or something. I, 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 still I never not asked. Clear on the story, but <laughs> but they were there with us at breakfast. So we ate breakfast in the the hotel, which actually was kind of a good thing because I guess it saved us a little bit of driving and a little bit of time and coordination. But then, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think you're. And a little over an hour, closer to maybe closer to an hour and a half. And I remember as we got in the car, and of course, my, you know, my wife Jackie's there, Jackson, uh, and you, Ethan, are in the car. And I forget who it was, but somebody asked, uh, "Are we going to listen to the Twine Ball the entire trip there?" And of course, we did. Yes. So the entire <laughs> trip, the entire hour and a half journey to we the just, Twine Ball, we had <laughs> the biggest ball of twine on Minnesota, in Minnesota on repeat. So we are very familiar with that song at this point because we've listened to it. I don't know how many times it, it, we listened to it, but a we've, lot. We've seen it. You on, didn't count. 
we didn't well we were at one point but then we we sort of lost track but <laughs> i gotta say i didn't get sick of it i mean i still found myself like singing along to the parts no and, no it's yeah it's just it's such a fun song and uh what better thing to listen to you know and, and yes and staying in uh i guess uh trying i mean you know obviously you know we're we're not, you know, leaving, you're not driving three full days and nights and, you know, we're not following the song exactly, but we did have to stop at one point and we did look for pickled wieners, but we did not find them. Uh, but we did find potato skins. That's right. Potato skins. So we did, we did, we did get potato skins. And I think we looked for, I, w- I was at least, it was, this was like a gas station, um, you know, convenience store that we were in so the choices weren't weren't fantastic but you know i looked to see if they had any comic books you know i wanted the <laughs> spider-man comics you know i wanted rhubarb pie i think we i think we basically were happy we found the potato, the skin, one thing, potato yeah. skins and and yeah. well, <laughs> the one thing <laughs> we were, we're actually kind of close to darwin at that point but earlier on on the drive um, we decided to make a sign that said twine ball or bust. And we did um, stick it in between the window and the top of the window. So uh, just in case anyone, uh, we tried to do the opposite. So if we passed any hitchhikers, uh, then they would see our sign. Uh, but I don't believe we did pass any <laughs> hitchhikers. I mean, technically does, does Jackson count as a hitchhiker? Maybe actually. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson's... I know their name's not Bernie, but I mean... Yeah, they were certainly yeah. the closest thing to a hitchhiker that we had. <laughs> um, so I don't... I, it wasn't, um, you know, it wasn't 7.37 at night, but it was closer to like uh, maybe 10.40 in the morning uh, is when we saw the, you know, we uh, obviously we went through Dassel, which was, you know, we had to hold our nose. Um, but we got to <laughs> the actual Darwin sign, which is this really beautiful uh, stone sign. And it was just it was beautiful to, to see this. Yeah, I guess I don't know how far. I mean, I guess it's in Darwin, but I don't know how far. I was only like a mile away from the twine ball yeah, as you're coming down. I guess it's Route 12. I'm going, going by memory here uh, mm-hmm. that you're driving in on into into Darwin. Yeah, there's a big sign that says, you know, welcome to Darwin. And uh, um, we did stop there. We stopped, took pictures, probably took a ton of pictures every um, – <laughs> Too many pictures. And uh, <laughs> and I guess for, for our, uh, our, our purists, uh, in Dassel, we did drive past a perennial bank and I yes. uh, don't – Think we booed it? Or do you know if we booed it or we cheered it? I don't remember. Uh, Help me out here, Ethan. We definitely booed it. Um, <laughs> we booed the fact that it was the perennial bank in Dassel. We did not boo the that it was perennial bank because we we're very happy to see a perennial bank regardless of where it is. But we were bummed that the first <laughs> one that we saw happened to be in Dassel, which is the sworn enemy of Darwin. <laughs> on the podcast probably uh, yeah, as no, far but, as we're uh, concerned <laughs> so I guess one more thing about this sign is uh, like you said it was a, a big you know stone sign this is welcome to Darwin but in the up on the sign there is actually you know like a twine ball it's not you know real made out of twine it's, it's yeah. kind of like a little graphic yeah so there there is a twine ball sitting atop the uh, Darwin sign so if you are going that way uh you do want to check that out because it does have the twine ball on it. Yeah, it's a great photo op. Um, Absolutely. And then we weren't 
far away from the actual twine ball, but we did pass um, Darwin Dassel Park. Um, we passed the Darwin Rod and Gun Club. And um, I don't know if we passed Schmidt's. I believe we passed. We passed Perennial Bank. We passed Darwin Municipal Liquor. Uh, V's Restaurant, a.k.a. The Chicken Place. And um, <laughs> we passed Twine Ball Inn. And then we were at the Twine Ball. And um, as we passed the Twine Ball over right across the street in, uh, I don't know if what it was called, Darwin Park, um, there was a, a big party set up. Yeah, and all those places that you mentioned, Ethan, those are all places that we have mentioned to date so far in our Discover Darwin ad. I guess we should give a shout out to uh, our wonderful sponsors, Discover Darwin, uh, more than just the Twine Ball, who, you know, helped us uh, out on this trip tremendously, gave us tons of of things to see while we were in Darwin besides just, you know, the Twine Ball. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, We were very excited to see all those places, including the the uh, official, as far as we're concerned, Perennial Bank, the one in Darwin. Um, <laughs> That's right. Yes. And so we. Parked- yeah, I remember going down the street. I, I, I remember going down the street, and you know, you're you're pulling into Darwin, and and I don't know, uh, you know, the first time you're there, you know, you don't know what to expect, but it's it's Darwin is. I mean, we've talked about it on the podcast. Not a very big little little town. It, it's a population <laughs> of three hundred fifty, uh, but it, so it really, Darwin is more or less a you know a small section of a street. But you know, you're driving down and you're passing you know the, the things we're talking about, perennial bank, you know the post office and everything, and then all of a sudden, like you see this gigantic water tower, and then um, you look over on your at least the way we came, we look over on the left. And there is this makeshift pagoda, this little museum, and you can kind of see into the, the the pagoda. You could see the twine ball, and it's just like a magical moment. Like you know, the the heavens open up, you know, oh, you know, the music's <laughs> going off and everything. You know, twine, the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota is playing in the background, and you know, and then you know, we drive past it, and like you said, immediately across the street, basically, there's that park, and we we. You know, as as much as we wanted to run up to the twine ball, we did notice, uh, you know, that Aaron and Brad were hanging out at the uh, park. So we did go over to say hello to them. And I think uh, well, what, at this point, what, Aaron, you may want to tell us a little bit about Before yeah. we get to that, though, um, I want to point out, Dave, that we did visit the twine ball. And we're not recording this the evening after. Um, we are back home. Um, but it was your birthday. So um, it was your birthday <laughs> at the end of 28 a centimeter it became your birthday um and then we time traveled back here but it was your birthday and so i think aaron had a little bit of a heads up about that and put this amazing thing together so aaron why don't you take it from there and let us know about your day and and um this amazing uh party you put together yeah so as soon as i had known that you both were coming to minnesota i as the uh minnesota native who now lives in iowa but we're just gonna pretend that I still live in Minnesota. Uh, <laughs> they, I, I knew I, we had to do something. Uh, and especially for your birthday, I wanted to do some sort of, you know, make it a little bit bigger than just a, a weird owl meetup, I guess, because birthdays are fun. And, and if you're spending your birthday, why not at, in Darwin at the biggest ball of twine? So I had gotten up from my, ho- I had stayed in Mankato the night before and got up got my breakfast, and just drove straight north to Darwin. I stopped, was able to pick up the cake 
that I had for you because mm. there's no cake shops in Darwin. <laughs> so I had to, uh, you know, the town, the, ta- the town with the actual, uh, with the real grocery stores, I had to get the cake there. Um, but Jared and Rocky were able to meet me, uh, at about 10 a.m. Uh, and we were able to set up, uh, I imagined we would be setting up under kind of this covered picnic area. However, when we got there, we had seen that the, the covered picnic area was uh, in pieces on the ground. <laughs> Apparently, they had some strong, they had some strong <laughs> winds, and so we no longer had that area. But there were still picnic tables, so we were able to set up that way. Um, and it, it was a very, it was a gorgeous day. Like I couldn't have asked for a better day, except maybe less windy. It was so very putting windy. up the decorations was <laughs> putting yeah putting up the decorations was a little bit uh, tough, but um, I was very excited to. To set this up, it was a lot of fun, and I had ordered uh, broccoli and beer balloons uh, <laughs> yes, that we had set awesome. up for you. We had some, we had some streamers, and I don't know if you want. You guys can talk more about what you what you saw on the tables when you got there. Yeah, so like, yeah, I had so, set up, you know, I go ahead, Dave. Go for it. Amazing, yeah. So those balloons were amazing. You know, the, the beer and of course the broccoli balloons, which you somehow told me you found in like the the. The uh, bridal was it the bridal shower portion? No, of they Amazon were or they, they were listed as a baby shower gift. So oh, I don't know who's shower. having vegetable themed baby showers, <laughs> but uh, that that's where those were. <laughs> yeah, so there was you know these great little smiley broccoli balloons, um, a Cheers big uh, mug of beer uh, balloon. Um, you had this amazing like holographic um, tablecloth with uh potato skins yes. and pickled wieners um so after all oh, of yeah. our work finding potato skins aaron had already found them uh and mm-hmm. then um I, you had so the the, very, the pickled yeah. wieners big mama pickled sausage <laughs> <laughs> yes yes big mamas then you had a build your own diet chocolate soda so you there were these um, cream soda, Zevia uh, diet soda with the, mm-hmm. um, the I, I'm blanking on the name, Tirani or whatever, the, the very common like um, flavor drink thing uh, of chocolate flavor. Yeah, coffee mixers. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was just incredible. It tasted so good. Because <laughs> I've had chocolate soda before <laughs> yeah. and it did not taste as good as that. <laughs> So you found I'm a, so glad. I had no idea what that would turn out to be, but I'm very glad that that actually tasted good. <laughs> it did. It did. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, and then I talk a little bit about. I mean, I'm sure we're gonna talk about it a little bit when we when we actually get to the celebration part of my birthday. But uh, <laughs> I got to, to, you got you have to tell me about this cake because you know you're like I have a cake for you and and I'm like oh thank you you know so much I mean you know. It, just the fact that you remembered my birthday, uh, I'm honored. And the fact that you chose to celebrate it with me is, is incredible. But then you, you did get me a cake mm-hmm. and, and you, not just like any old cake. This is like a customized cake. This was incredible. I'll try to describe it the best I can. It had pictures of like, sort of like a background of just like, you know, classic Al, old school Al, you know, kind of in the background mm-hmm. and o- laid over top of that was a twine ball. And then popping out of the twine ball is 
is me in the caricature that our <laughs> great friend Kelly Phillips drew. I'm popping out of the twine ball. And then mm-hmm. off to the side, there is – and I'm so honored by this. There is a red rumped agouti <laughs> sitting on the cake saying, happy birthday, Dave. Your Did I get that? Oh, ever, Dave. That's my so favorite, cool. the red rumped agouti. It looks so good. It was incredible. I couldn't believe that it was a cake. Yeah. Yeah. It was Indeed. that was a lot of fun to design and it's it's surprisingly easy to just submit upload a photo and just like the shirt, you know, just like any shirts you could that I that I have experience making, you can upload a photo and they uh <laughs> print it on a some edible edible print on a cake for you. That was perfect. Ooh. Well, Dave, yes, there's one more so thing cool. on the table and this was something um that you and I uh, set up <laughs> for the um, for the festivities, yes. um, a, a little uh, mm-hmm. thank you gift for everyone, and and uh, uh, for the support of Discover Darwin, we decided to print up uh, some party favors. Um, and what better way to celebrate the Twine Ball and the city of Darwin than wooden nickels? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> when I think Darwin, Here's Minnesota, and Twine Ball, I think wooden nickels. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it is a call back to Dare to be Stupid where, you okay. know, he does mention Woody Nichols. Right. But yeah, so Woody Nichols. So we had the brilliant idea to get Woody Nichols printed up. And uh, on one side, you know, we have our Discover Darwin logo. You know, Discover Darwin, more than just the twine ball. You know, the same logo basically you can pick up at shop.2000inch.com. And then on the other side, we didn't really have a choice, but uh, we have a smiley face. Yeah, it was either like smiley face or call 911 or like read a book. So we're like, I think a smiley face works because that's how people feel when they're they're in Darwin. So um, yeah, luckily, it, we were able to get these shipped to your dad um, and um, your dad, Brad, Aaron. And um, and so he brought them yes, along for my us. Dad. Yeah, and they are amazing. They really came out a lot better than I was expecting. They're really well done. They're really cool, and uh, we have like a thousand of them. So if uh, <laughs> we'll try, I, they're a little bulky, yeah. so we're not we're not going to be carrying all thousand of them with us to our shows. But we will have a few stuffed in our pockets. So uh, if you do uh, see us at any of future shows and you want yourself a a, a Discover Darwin nickel, let us know while supplies last. We're happy to happy to give them. <laughs> them away to you with, along with the stickers well so i guess it wasn't uh too long um we we sort of uh were hanging out at, at the picnic tables and just having fun and and drinking the diet chocolate soda um but eventually we decided well we have oh, to- we should oh go ahead dave yeah i would say we should mention i mean I, I know throughout the day other people came but uh but I, I believe at this point, our good friend Jeremy Samples joined us over at the picnic. Yep, as, as well as, so um, just so we're not forgetting anybody, it was Dave, you and I. It was our friend Jackson Scoggins. It was Jackie Rossi. Um, it was Aaron and her dad, Brad. It was Jared and Rocky. Um, and yeah, then we had some more people show up throughout the day. But um I guess we can try and remember where they showed up and we can mention that um, <laughs> when it's time. But uh, so well, I think then it was time that we actually went over to see that glorious, huge, majestic sphere. Yes. Mm-hmm. At that point, we walked over and uh, I, I, yeah, I mean, at this, you know, we, we took a quick, I, I didn't really 
look too much at the ball because I knew there was another surprise coming uh, very shortly. But uh, you mm-hmm. know, I, I did I did take a you know did check out the ball. I did check out you know some of the stuff outside. There's a giant um, bell. I'm not quite sure of the story about the bell, but there's a giant bell right next to the ball. Uh, let's see what else is there. There's that water tower. There's you know mailbox that you know you can uh, with a guest book inside of it. And it's uh, it's hard to miss sign uh, the road sign for Weird Alley, which is to the right. Of, that's right. of the Twine Ball in the in the museum. Um, yeah, there there was just there's a you know a flagpole that said Darwin, and there was um, like kind of a wooden sign. Uh, there's a little uh, I guess informational plaque in front of the Twine Ball. Yeah, and and, and the seating uh, within, area. With, Yes. <laughs> so you can yeah there's a little uh park couple uh, little park benches you can sit down on and, and stare mm-hmm. at the huge majestic sphere uh within right. sight of the twine ball pagoda itself there is the twine ball inn which is like directly across the street from from the twine ball uh and then there is a a big museum well no should say big but there is a museum uh <laughs> 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 I mean, big for Darwin, I guess. Yeah, there's a museum. Yeah, it's a uh, significant percentage of the town of Darwin. Darwin is this museum, <laughs> but yeah, compared yeah. to other museums, I wouldn't call it huge. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a it's a twine ball and su- twine ball museum and souvenirs and information about the twine ball. So, uh, I I think at that point we all went into the museum. Well, I, I couldn't even make around. it into the museum without being uh, without my jaw dropping from all of the uh, stuff in in the gift shop. Um, there was so much <laughs> stuff. Indeed, I mean, it wasn't just you know souvenir miniature balls of twine. There were literally anything else they could think to sell us. They were thinking to sell us. <laughs> Although there were no window decals, so that that is the one ding on the city of Darwin. We need some window decals. Stat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Just yeah, a bumper there definitely sticker. were. Yeah, there was a bumper sticker. There definitely were. Yeah, I there definitely were miniature balls of twine. There were. I'm just looking through some pictures. You know, there were, was a water bottle, uh, which you could purchase. Uh, you could purchase oven mitts. That was pretty oh, there cool. Were also, there were frisbees. Frisbees. There was a, a yeah, fly was... swatter shaped like a foot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was like chip a, a, a lot of a lot of. Yeah, a lot of different uh, options for T-shirts, uh, like even different designs. Like uh, you know, for the kids, had their own little design. You know, I love twine. There was an embroidered design. And then there was, yeah, yeah. You know, th- there was uh, there's men's and women's shirts. There was kids' shirts. There were tie-dyed shirts. There was a million things. There was like hats. I'm looking. There's buttons. There's playing cards. There's magnets. There's uh, postcards. Yeah, like four There's or five different that looks postcard like a, designs. Yeah, something looks like a keychain. I'm not quite sure what that is. Uh, miniature balls of twine. Oh my gosh, there's everything. Oh, there's mugs. There's mugs. There's shot glasses. You get twine ball shot glass. There's bumper stickers. There's pencils. Little beer koozies. Yeah, there, uh, there were little plastic house-shaped coin banks. Uh-uh. If you're ever in the need. Oh, a pen. How did I not pick up a pen? Oh, oh I I'm bought jealous. like five I I pens, up Dave. Pen. I'll, gi- I'll give you one of mine. Oh, good. I, um, I'll, need, I'll need one. Because I can be the official pen that I write my notes That's with what now. I decided. Oh, That's why I bought five man. of them. I'm like, I'm going to you know, need these. 
it was and yeah. also uh, within the gift shop yeah within the gift shop area of the the twine ball it's museum itself there are pictures of the time that weird al came to the twine ball there's multiple pictures of that oh yeah um, well as well as up on the wall um there were other weird al related things like um you know there was a really cool i don't know if you saw this guys this drawing of al and the band popping their heads out of a twine ball uh very reminiscent yes. of your of your cake dave um anytime al had <laughs> uh, like tweeted about the twine ball or darwin um they had that <laughs> printed out up on the wall um and i guess it we haven't mentioned this yet but this is really exciting um one of the volunteers uh who works at the the store um from her time volunteering has become a huge giant weird owl fan her name is mindy and so she was there uh throughout the day and it was really wonderful to get to meet her and connect with her and um and she she helped us with all of our you know <laughs> Anything else they'd sell us needs <laughs> at the gift shop. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mindy oh, was great. Amazing. I had I had I had talked with her uh, in Mankato the day the night before. She had gone to that show and she was very excited about uh, the meetup and working and and meeting all the all the Weird Al fans that would be there that day. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was great. Oh, um, that's so cool. Well, I, I feel like we were in the middle of um, sort of shopping, or at least I was sort of in the middle of shopping when word came that there was pizza. Yes, while yeah, you guys I were mean, shopping, I, I had my, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Go, Dave. No, I was going to say, uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I think I made it a little further than you did, Ethan, because I actually got into part of the museum piece, uh, and, you know, and uh, I guess... Uh, mention a few things that were in there. I mean, there, there was a there was actually a a smaller version of the twine ball that was that I took a picture of. Um, <laughs> there's a whole like I mean, this museum. It, I mean, it you know from the outside it didn't look like it was was big, but once you got inside of it, there was multiple rooms to it, and it sort of looked it was bigger on the inside than it looked from the outside. Definitely. Uh, and so I mean, there was yeah, I mean, there was a whole. A whole uh, section about Darwin baseball. I guess all the baseball throughout the years. Um, I would have loved to spend some time there. There was a a section. There was a section that was uh, just had signs that uh, I guess like Twine Ball or Bust and other signs that that uh, people had brought to the Twine Ball um, and I guess donated to the museum. Um, They're just like a whole bunch of just history of Darwin, like old calendars and and other things. Uh, it, it just um, just different, uh, like uh, old things you'd expect to find in like a small town museum. Just like old pictures and old, uh, you know, just old things that they collected over the years. Um, yeah, I know, mean, it's it's certainly uh, a town. There's a section a, on World War. It's a rich history in yeah, the town. World War One. It's yeah. more than just yeah. the twine ball, I would say. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. Uh, yeah, like a it's a whole like military section. You know, uh, just different different things from darwin there's some like little like uh i guess um models that people had made of different buildings in the town there's a whole section on like uh i think we talked a little bit about this on one of discover darwin ads but like uh um i forget i'm forgetting what they're called like the the, the uh pliers maybe yeah, the wooden might be the word I'm looking for. yeah 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 that, that uh other things that, that uh, francis, francis a. Johnson, johnson made there's a yeah. 
yeah, they're in there. So yeah, so I mean, I, I I wish I had more time to spend looking around the museum, but it, but it is a really cool museum, and you could, you know, for as small as it looked on the outside, it's really big on the inside, multiple rooms, and you could spend a, a lot of time learning about the history of Darwin there. So that was cool. But yes, mm-hmm. when pizza, when somebody says there's pizza, you know, you stop everything you're doing and you go get pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, luckily, um, I was like. You know, Mindy, I'm not done shopping. Can I, you know, just leave a pile of stuff here? She's like, absolutely. Uh, so, um, and she, I think she couldn't leave her post. Um, so she wasn't able to grab pizza right then. So she's like, I'll, I'll start counting up and adding up your bill. Because <laughs> I grabbed a lot of stuff, guys. <laughs> um, so we went back uh, to the picnic table and the pizza was from, I believe, a place that we've mentioned on the podcast in a Discover Darwin ad. Um, maybe someone can help fact check that, but it was from Troubles, uh, Burgers, Barbecue, Pizza, and more. Number two, Troubles yeah. number two. That's oh, okay. right, Troubles number two. Yeah, we definitely <laughs> probably made a number two joke um, in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something. Without a doubt, absolutely. I mean, that that's pretty much a guarantee that we did that. <laughs> and if we uh, didn't, uh, you can guarantee that we will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do need to take a break, guys, to open a um, a can of, of Coke Zero, so I'll do a quick Coke Zero solo. Mm-hmm. There we go. Ooh, nice. Coke Zero solo. First of the podcast. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, pizza was, you know, good for Minnesota standards, I guess. Uh, you know, spoiled with pizza on the, the you know, <laughs> East Coast here. Uh, J- Jackie's big issue with the pizza was that it was cut into squares instead of cut into triangles. I was, which I must admit, I've, I was different. I don't think upset. I've seen that before. I was upset that it <laughs> wasn't were. cut into circles because we're in Darwin, home of the twine ball. This piece should be circular. <laughs> <laughs> but the pizza itself was a circle. Well, was it? <laughs> hey, I guess it was. Yeah, it is it, interesting. It you, was, yes. You think a, a square pizza should be cut into squares, not a circle pizza cut into squares. Um, right, yeah, it was weird that it was cut into, into squares. That was weird to me. I don't know if that's a Minnesota thing or not. Maybe our Minnesota expert, uh, Aaron, can fill us in on this one. Yeah, um, I've had uh, several pizzas in Minnesota that are cut into squares, yes. Hmm. Round huh. pizzas cut into squares. Interesting. Yeah. You'd think it's easier wow. just to cut it in half and then cut it in half and cut it in half. But I guess they like to do more work in Minnesota to square it up. <laughs> yeah, we'll say that. <laughs> I think, uh, Aaron, you, you ordered four different pizza options and uh, uh, cheese, pepperoni, vegetable, and something else. And a but, so there were definitely options. Yep. Sausage, yes, sausage. So there were definitely mm-hmm. options for the vegetarians among us and the uh, meat eaters among us as well. And but yes, yeah, no the pizza. It was very nice to get pizza. Yeah, it was amazing. It was. I thought it was delicious. Uh, I, um, you know, I, the the shape of it did not bother me quite as much. Uh, <laughs> Good, because <laughs> the the plates were round, so that that rem- still reminded me of the mm-hmm. twine <laughs> that made it up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I just bit off the corners to create a circle piece. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> Um, so and- was it at this time when we were eating pizza where we were finally joined by our special guest? 
Yes. Okay. Yes. So yeah. So I guess uh, I guess word got out that the pizza was served, and uh, former guest of the podcast, the incredible mayor himself from Darwin, Minnesota, Mayor Josh Johnson, and his family, his yes. entire family, came to join us. That was really cool to get to see them, and yeah. It, it's always such that. a... It was uh, Mayor Johnson, Josh Johnson, yeah, and uh, his wife, Jen, his, his two children, Calvin and Graham. Yes, and so uh, for those of you keeping track at home, uh, Mayor Josh Johnson was on episode 119 inch um, just under a year ago, and um, it was so wonderful to, to finally get to meet him because we'd spent you know time on the phone and we've communicated with him off the podcast and... Um, it was just so nice and welcoming to have him and, and his family there and um, his wife and his sons were really wonderful and nice and polite. And um, his one son was was telling us that he recently did a uh, report for school about Weird Al and he was able to use some information from our podcast uh, to do that report. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and he even mm-hmm. uh, properly cited our podcast. So I don't know how, mm-hmm. wow. I, at least when I was in school, podcasts were not something you could cite. That was not something we learned how to do. But I suppose maybe that's more yeah. common now. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know how you would cite a podcast. Uh, but I guess you, I guess there's a way to do it because uh, <laughs> he, he was did. able to do so. He said he got a good, <laughs> I think he said he got an A on it too, so. Um, yeah, great. I, I think so too. Yeah, <laughs> oh, amazing. Great. I, th- I think when the pizza came is when um, our friend Matt uh, Brazzy and his family showed up. Um, they happened to mm-hmm. be in Minnesota that day. They weren't going to either of the Minnesota Weird Al shows, but he's a Weird Al fan that um, I think I met uh, first a couple years ago on Instagram, uh, looking up some of his Weird Al artwork. And so we've been friends with him and, and he's created a lot of really cool, um, stickers and drawings for us. And he even has this awesome Weird Al, um, I guess plush or Weird Al pillow that he made, uh, Dave, that you and I, we, we have those in our collections. And, oh yes, yes. Um, I, I believe, yes. did he bring one for you, Aaron, as a special surprise? He d- Yes, he gifted me with one. I was not expecting that at all, but he said as a thank you for setting this up and um, hosting, I guess, uh, he decided to gift me one. And it's, they're so neat. Uh, it, it, they're reminiscent of like the old uh, wrestling, like WWE wrestling pals or whatever right, yes. they used to yep. be called. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they're, yeah, he gifted that to me and I was, I was, I was shocked. It's really cool to have one now. Yeah. So thank you, Matt. Yeah, Matt is, uh, he's a big wrestling guy, so he does a lot of wrestling stuff. So that's absolutely what he was um, basing that on. Oh, perfect. And um, mm-hmm. if if you want to follow him on Instagram, you can see some of his artwork. And, and uh, he creates a lot of cool toys and other stuff. Uh, it's Matty, M-A-T-T-Y, Breeze, B-R-E-E-Z-E, 1984 on Instagram. And you can, uh, you can check out all of his stuff. And he even has a picture of the Weird Al pillow holding some Spider-Man comics uh, <laughs> in his car. Oh, so, nice. <laughs> um, definitely check that out and give him a follow. He's uh, he's a good friend and supporter of the podcast. Yeah, that's so cool. Even though he wasn't going to any of the shows, he, him and his family were, were passing by and decided to stop by. So that was really great to get to see them all. And, of course, you know, uh, that, was, that was really cool. Uh, and oh. I guess uh, once we finished up our – 
our pizza, I think uh, Mayor Johnson decided that uh, it was time for us to check out the Twine Bowl, and he had a special treat for us once we got over to the Twine Bowl. Oh, this is so cool. So we walk over to the Twine Bowl, and, it, and as we said, it's a huge, beautiful, majestic sphere, and it's just it's awesome to see through the glass of the makeshift pagoda. I mean, it doesn't leave much to the imagination because it's a uh, nice, well-kept, clear glass, um, but... Um, he whipped out the official twine ball key and he opened up that, those <laughs> sacred doors. And uh, Dave, you and I were the first to enter the twine ball pagoda. Yeah. So for people who, uh, I mean, obviously, you know, the people who have not been there and not seen this and, and uh, sort of towards, you know, the opposite side of the street. So it's kind of, you know, wouldn't be in too many people's pictures. If you were standing out on the street, trying to take a picture, there is like an actual, a door to this pagoda, uh, a, a big white door. And, uh, and of course, you know, be, Hey, being the mayor, you have perks, you know, you, you get the key <laughs> to the, the twine ball pagoda. So, uh, he, he, uh, he graciously, amazingly opened up the door for us, uh, and said, you know, we could go in, we could, you know, we could walk around the twine ball, you know, and, and sort of breathe in the, 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 the yes, he, he specifically told us to make sure we, 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 you know, take a breath and, and smell the twine ball because <laughs> it has a distinct smell to it. Uh, so I'm, yes. I'm uh, glad he said and, that because uh, yeah, I was, gave us- I was planning to hold my breath the whole time. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, there was, it was, I, I, did you describe yeah. it? Someone described it well. I don't remember what they said, but it was a familiar, but um, not common smell. I'm not sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, my dad um, compared it to like twine in Greece, like an old like workshop. Okay. It just smells like an old. <laughs> he said it smelled like his grandpa's workshop. Okay. So I guess uh, having it, yeah never smelled it was very smelly his grandpa's uh, <laughs> workshop. Uh, but having smelled my own grandfather's <laughs> workshops, I I can understand mm-hmm. um, the comparison there. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly. Yeah, I, I don't remember. I know at some point we did a uh, a live Instagram from in there, and I think I described it on there, but I don't remember what I said. So I'll go back and listen to that, and you know, get my my initial reaction to the smell of the the twine ball. But yeah, that yeah, was so cool to get to walk in there, walk around. It was me, you, and Jackie were the first three people in, and just you know, it's 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 impossible Jack, to describe. You know. Jackson was with us too, yeah, and uh, we all we all went in together, and it was it was incredible. It was you know the ball is is I mean like just when you think about the, you know the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota, this ball is is huge. I mean it really is. <laughs> it has to be twelve feet tall. I mean I'm six foot tall, and I only went about halfway up it. So I mean th- this is mm-hmm. it's it's a round ball. It's it's uh. Yeah, it it's really well kept in there. It's really nicely displayed. Uh, it's clean. It's, it's just like, it's like when you think yeah. about it, it's clean. Yeah, you're right. It, it's clean, which is surprising because we we found out you know when we talked to the mayor on the podcast and you know since you know you, you know that you know for many years this ball was kept outside on Francis Johnson's property. So you kind of expect it maybe be musty or dirty right. or something. But no, it was, you know, it was it was looked like it was had been well kept. It was certainly, you know, as as round or as spherical as a ball of twine could be. You know, it was it was pretty much kept its uh, its spherical shape to it. Uh there were some 
interesting. And I think uh, maybe it was the maybe it was Josh who told us to to look for this. Yeah, I think it was Josh himself who told us that you know when you go into the pagoda, you need to take a look at like the top of the twine wall because you can kind of see it's like it's sort of like frayed or worn or something up at the top. It was pretty interesting. Uh, I don't know how to describe it, and maybe you guys can describe it a little bit better. Yeah, I I I don't know if that's just from like the you know it being out in the sun before they actually got it protected by the this not so makeshift pagoda. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was interesting um, to see it and and sort of like you know a, as you look between the twine, you can see almost like a nicer, less weathered twine, um, maybe that wasn't as exposed to the elements um, previously. And I also wanted to just say, Mm -hmm. like, when you think of, like, this big ball of twine in this, like, big gazebo-looking thing, like, you'd expect, like, cobwebs and spiders. There was none of that. Like, they really kept it well, well cleaned. Um, Even the floor was, like, um, was really clean, except um, I did look at the floor (laughs) and I saw little, like, tiny pieces of twine that maybe just frayed or, or fell off. And, um... Um, we were we were told do not touch the twine ball. That was that was a stipulation of getting to go inside. Um, so we did not touch the twine ball. But I did ask Mayor uh, Josh Johnson, "May I have this piece that is on the floor?" And, and he said yes. Um, <laughs> and he said that there is someone who typically goes around and sweeps those up. And I don't know if he was implying that that person then saves them in a jar or <laughs> what they do with it. But. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, they they have people who are regularly taking care of it, and and it just it really shows that it's a well kept thing, and it's yeah. not just this oh, like yeah. dirty, yeah. dusty old thing on the side of yeah. the road. Like it really, mm-hmm. there's a team of people who really care about it and put a lot of time and effort into it, which um, was very very clearly um, very clear yeah. by from what I could see. Yes. I mean, I felt like it. Yeah, I felt like at this point, I felt like a celebrity getting to go into the the pagoda itself. And uh, and uh, Josh, he's you know, he told us that you know he he would uh, he said once you're done, you know, soaking in all the twine ball, you know, uh, you know, come back to the door, and I will you know take pictures of you in front of the twine ball. And he he took pictures of us, and it was incredible. And I know we you would Ethan and I, you Ethan. And I both did a uh, a live Instagram from there, so that's up uh, at two thousand inch on Instagram. That should be up there still. Yeah, uh, I believe it you is. You can check that out. If, and then uh, I I know there were a lot of other people who wanted to go in, so I, I we, <laughs> we we. we we, you know, reluctantly left the pagoda uh, and well, let the other people went in. I don't know. Uh, Air- Before yeah. you left, though, Dave, you, you were on your hands and knees <laughs> crying and crying. Well. Um, until the security yes. guards kicked you out. But, um, yes. <laughs> I, di- I did fall to my knees and I cried and I cried. It was uh, it was really majestic. I mean, it was pretty stinking majestic. I mean, you know, for – I guess ever since, you know, 1989, when the, you know, the UH, I first heard, you know, the UHF soundtrack, you know, and found out, you know, subsequently later that the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota is a real thing, right. as is everything in that song, you know, that I, I, you know, knew that at some point I had to go to this and here it is, you know, 2022 on my birthday with, you know, <laughs> amazing, amazing Weird Al super fans, you know. 
accompanying me and I get to go see finally see this Twilight. It is like a it's it's a pilgrimage, I guess, for Weird Al fans to go to this thing and and uh, I know that uh, Josh was telling us, you know, both on and off the podcast how many, you know, how ever since, you know, that song, how, you know, the how many people have gone there because of that song and how it's really, really totally helped out, you know, their economy and, and putting them on the map and everything, you know. He's, I don't know what percentage he gave, but True, yeah, the amount of truly. people that came that come through. I mean, there for, are specifically because of that song. Yeah, yeah, there are some people who just you know they want to see the world's largest stuff. So there is a faction of people who right. are just you know when they are on a road trip, they will you know go a, a certain way so they can stop and see these sort of uh, different uh, marvels across the nation. But um, if you're a Weird mm-hmm. Al fan, you know. You, you know, I don't think it's um, a big stretch to think if you're a Weird Al fan and you have a chance to to go to Darwin, Minnesota, you're going to take that chance because it's oh, yeah. like it's it's like maybe to non Weird Al fans, maybe like, you know, anyone who's listening to this podcast, I think probably is aware of how significant that song is to Weird Al fans. It's just it's a very popular song among mm-hmm. Weird Al fans. But I think a random Weird Al fan on the street maybe may not know this song um it, i guess it's more obscure that way because it's not like one of the quote-unquote hits but if you are a weird al fan who <laughs> you know knows about this you want to be there and i um throughout the day i saw a number of people showing up in weird al shirts uh people that we didn't know who were just there to you know enjoy the town and, and the ball yeah, I was going to mention that that you know that while we were uh, while we were there and throughout the day and you know just the just number of tourists just coming up to to see the ball it was more than I thought it was going to be, you know, it was just quite mm-hmm. quite popular, you know. That that was pretty cool to see there to to see all that, you know, and just to see that, you know, uh while we were having this moment, that other people were having this moment as well, you know, getting to see the biggest ball of twine for whatever their reason is why they were there, you know, getting to see, getting to get their own little experience and having memories that they can bring back, you know, and, and share with, with uh, their families and friends. That's pretty cool. Well, so we spent... Uh... All right, Aaron, I'd love uh, yeah, I'd love to hear yeah. your experience uh, checking out. The, have you ever been to the twine ball prior to, to this trip, Aaron? Um, I am going to get, uh, yelled at, uh, but I grew up 35, 40 minutes from the twine ball and that day was my first day at the twine ball ever. Whoa. (laughs) It's not a rush, you know, as, as long as you make it there someday, that's that's what matters. (laughs) Although I have to say Uh, the mayor, (laughs) I, if I live 35 minutes away, I probably would have been there every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> See, <laughs> so I had grown up there, uh, and I guess I hadn't, you know, been that close since, you know, 2011, I guess. But still, uh, yeah, it's it's very embarrassing for me to say that I, uh, that I had never been. So I, 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 I deeply I, apologize that I took advantage <laughs> of my location i i i am truly sorry well aaron would would you say it's fair to say that through listening to our podcast and hearing about this incredible town of darwin every week um that maybe inspired you to finally uh make the journey make the trip 
Oh, absolutely. I had never heard, you know, anyone talk about Darwin as as beautifully as you both have. Uh, so I, I said, I said, you know what, I actually need to make this, make the trip. So yes. We're honored to hear that. That's, it makes us very happy. That's, yeah. that's yeah. why Discover Darwin <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, pours so much money into sponsoring our podcast each week. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we charge so them tell, an so exorbitant tell, well, tell amount of money a, to, uh, to get on our platform. So, yeah, so tell us a little bit about you know your experience then being at the Twine Ball for the first time and getting to see it and getting to go into the the actual pagoda and, and up close with the Twine Ball. Yeah, like I said before, I I actually really do like that there's a seating area kind of around it, like it's some sort of um, I mean you know like the memorial that it is that you sit, you kind of you just take you take it all in. Um, and as soon as he had opened the door for, for you all to go in, the smell really was uh, overwhelming, <laughs> I guess. Um, I mean, the, the, second, the second that door opened, I, I was standing far away and I could, I could smell it. Um, but it was, it was really, really great that he was able to open the doors for us and, and we could go in and, and get a closer look. Um, from the outside, the, the glass is so reflective. Every picture that you take your your reflection is is in it um so being able to go in um you know to not have that glass between us uh was was really cool and and the pictures turned out great that he was able to take it that in the doorway um oh yeah, yeah. It, it it was it was really it was a really cool experience for sure now i think it was um after we sort of um overstayed our welcome <laughs> at the actual open door <laughs> twine ball um that we mm -hmm. we uh i think that's when i i went and paid for my uh i don't know if i even did it at that point but um i think we spent a little bit of time in the gift shop and then we went right over to have mm -hmm. uh that wonderful cake yes cake time yeah definitely went shopping at that after that point uh and i should say that you know it was pretty cool you know that we got the hangout all day with the mayor of Darwin, Minnesota. But you know, you know, you thinking he's a mayor. You know, he's he's got you know, he's got his family with him, and you know, he's got his family in tow, and they <laughs> stayed the entire time. You know, he's got important mayor things to do. Uh, we know he's the president of Perennial Bank, so I'm sure it was a Sunday. But still, you know, being president of a bank, you definitely have you know, you know, responsibilities on you. But, you know, I was kind of expecting the mayor to show up, you know, make an appearance and, you know, maybe stay 15 minutes, half hour, 45 minutes tops. But he spent the entire time with us and we were there yes. like, like four hours, yeah. four and a half hours. Yeah. I mean, so that was, that was pretty cool to get to, you know, to, to that, you know, that Rizzi's, you know, group of Weird Al fans that just come in, take over his town for you know half a day, and he spends the entire enti the entire time with us, and was incredibly you know tolerant of us, you know making you know Weird Al jokes, quoting the twine, the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota over and over again. You know, I'm sure he's heard he's heard each and every one of our jokes a million times um, from other Weird Al fans. But yeah, and just like and giving us the royal treatment, you know, the fact that you know opening up the the 
the pagoda for us and, you know, <laughs> sitting, you know, telling us history in, in the Twine Bowl, him and Mindy telling us the history of Darwin and answering all of our stupid questions that we were asking them. <laughs> it's just, it was, it was pretty cool, you know, that they were so, so incredibly receptive to having us there and so incredibly nice. It was, it was great to get, get to, yes. that experience with the mayor. No, I will. Um... And yeah, the cake. Let's get to the cake. I mean, the cake was awesome too. <laughs> That was pretty cool. I guess it was at this point. It was so windy, though, and I appreciate that you tried to to light a candle for me, but it was way too windy to light the candles. So I had to. <laughs> oh, I forgot uh, about that. <laughs> to virtually blow out the candles on the cake, but uh, that was that was a good cake. It was a good cake. I enjoyed it. I, we finished it all off, so there's no leftover cake. Uh, everybody there. Yeah, it was the perfect um, amount. Yeah, I think uh, I, I'm not quite sure in the timeline when this was, but. Uh, our uh, another one of our listeners, uh, Scott, and his uh, his girlfriend, wife. I'm not quite I'm sure not who sure. she was. I'm uh, not sure. Came in. I don't know if I officially met. Uh, um, came over. Uh, who was with him? But uh, Scott, who we first met on episode 28 centimeter, um, <laughs> uh, and we, <laughs> we had, will meet on episode 28. That's centimeter. right. That's right. We didn't meet. <laughs> I don't know how this works with the time travel. <laughs> um, but Scott was time there. travel's tough, isn't it? <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh yeah it was it was great to have scott there um and the cake was just delicious um dave i think you ate the red rump to goody's rump if i'm not mistaken <laughs> yes i cut that out yes i cut that out for him <laughs> and the cake was delicious. i mean if you're gonna have a cake with a red rump to goody on it and you know you get the, cho- the choice of you know the first slice i mean i think it's pretty obvious you know that you know the birthday boy <laughs> Gets to get the red rump, Agudi's rump. That's right. I think that only right. makes sense. <laughs> yes. I think that's a, a tradition that should be carried on from generation to generation. <laughs> I have to wonder, mm-hmm. um, and I, I'd like both of your opinions. Was this the first ever cake to feature a red rump to Goody in the world? <laughs> I can't imagine. There's a lot of red rump to Goody cakes out there. Yeah, trying to find a, a cartoon version of a red rum to Goody, there is one online. So I'm not sure how that was used previously, <laughs> but there is a drawing, a beautiful cartoon, red rum to Goody. So whether it was made for a cake, I don't know. Um, but I would also like to know what the baker thought about it while it was being printed. <laughs> like, you know. At so. least it wasn't like some weird racist thing. I'm, I'm sure they get a lot of like nasty stuff. So they, they probably were oh, happy to, to see, you know, something so friendly and, and, and joyful. On a oh, a, ha- a little hamster yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> and a guy tw- popping out of a ball of twine. Yeah, that, this is this is going to be a normal birthday. <laughs> well, Dave, um, <laughs> so, not too long after uh, cake, you received some really awesome, pretty stinking majestic gifts. Yeah. Can you tell us about those? Yeah, I wanted to to talk about that. I was not expecting this, and, and this is so kind of of you, Aaron, and so kind of Jared. Uh, but people brought me birthday gifts, which is amazing. <laughs> and uh, and you're gonna have to. T- <laughs> Tell me a little bit about this shirt because as I open it up, you know, it's it's, it's a beautifully wrapped. It's wrapped in twine, That's by right. the way, I should say. Uh, <laughs> it was entwined. Twine and uh, entwined in twine, <laughs> and uh, and it was it was a T-shirt, a custom-made T-shirt, and it said uh, <laughs> there was a constipated wiener dog on it <laughs> with an X <laughs> through the little checkbox, and then there was a 
Red rump the Goody with a checkbox and little, you know, pictures of constipated wiener dog and a red rump the Goody on it. And it was a awesome t-shirt. And I'm so happy. And I'm going to wear that like every day because it is one of the best t-shirts that I own. It of course. Good. I'm glad you loved it. It was, it was so fun to make. So I'm glad. Of course, uh, references. Oh, you didn't pick that up off the rack? Because that, 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 that design no, should be out surprisingly, there. No, surprisingly, no. Oh, no. For, no, for, couldn't find it, so I had to make it. For anyone who's not up to date on the the centimeter episodes, of course, um, when we were in Massachusetts <laughs> a few months ago, we went to a zoo and we saw a red rumpagoody who was running, running, running in circles <laughs> like a constipated wiener dog in in a certain Weird Al song. And um, after asking um, uh, Jackie, who is a uh, veterinarian, uh, has a doctorate degree. Uh, she confirmed that constipated wiener dogs would, in fact, be more mellow and would not be running around in circles. So Dave, um, among mm-hmm. many other Red Rump Agouti-related pe- petitions, would like Al to fix Albuquerque <laughs> to replace the re- the constipated wiener dog with the Red Rump Agouti uh, for better uh, accuracy. Did I do that justice, yes. Dave? <laughs> I think you did it well. It's my one mission. My one mission with this podcast. I will not rest until uh, <laughs> until the red rump the goody is somehow represented and gets the proper credit that that they deserve. <laughs> really cool shirt. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely, an awesome shirt. And uh, and and you know, not to take anything away from the shirt that Jared gave me, because Jared gave me another awesome shirt, and uh, yes. I opened this one up, and and you know, Jared, this is Jared Marker. This is uh, at Weird Al Prince. You know, he's the the person who catalogs uh, all the different shirts that Weird Al wears, and then he goes out and he tries to find a shirt, that exact same shirt that Weird Al was wearing, and uh, you know, and adds it to his own personal collection and he's I don't know how many shirts he's up to but he's got quite a collection of Weird Al shirts he is the ultimate historian on Weird Al Hawaiian shirts if you have a question about any shirt that Weird Al has ever worn any Hawaiian shirt Jared is the person to go to and uh Jared of course he gifted me a Hawaiian shirt and uh this one uh, Jared told me that this is the same exact shirt. This is a uh, a shirt. It had sort of like a um, a New Orleans theme to it. Yeah, it had accordions on it and sort of like a New Orleans theme to it. Uh, and it's it is the shirt that Weird Al wore uh, back when he did the VH1 Rock the House um, back in with uh, a former guest of ours. Yep. Yeah, uh, Jason, uh, Jason Alchill. Jason Alchill from episode 47 inch. And if you even go to our website um, and click on episode 47 inch, um, there's a picture of uh, Jason with Al wearing the shirt. Uh, the that That's the yeah. exact shirt, uh, Dave, that, that you got. And it's, it's pretty stinking majestic because not only is it a Hawaiian shirt, it has accordions on it. And it's one that Al wore. So it's like <laughs> I know. It, there's so I many checkboxes that it, it uh, marks off. Yeah, it's such a great, it's such a great shirt. It really is. It, it's, it's amazing. And the fact that, you know, that, uh, that Weird Al wore it, you know, not, not this exact shirt, you know, Weird, it, this is exact, uh, 
design that Weird Al wore, uh, you know, that, and that Jared was generous enough to, to give that to me. And, you know, coming from, you know, an expert on Hawaiian shirts like Jared, it's, it's great. And the fact that, you know, it has that connection to our you know, former guest, Jason Alchill, it's just everything about this shirt. It's got the, the accordions on it. It, it is a great Hawaiian shirt. And, uh, I had an elf. I'll tell you. I, I'll tell you what. This is a, maybe a little spoiler for episode twenty-nine centimeter. But uh, I had an outfit actually picked out that I was going to wear to the the concert later on that day in in Minneapolis. But because I got these wonderful two shirts, I changed my whole plan and I decided to wear both <laughs> of these shirts to the concert in uh, in Minneapolis. Spoiler, Dave. That's so, two I, episodes I away. I, <laughs> I know. And I will, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the little tease for 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 yeah, those teaser, of, uh, yeah. waiting for the yeah so yeah so th- so uh definitely uh and i will put these in the rotation they will definitely make it to more more concerts so uh, uh they'll be out on the road they'll be in, they'll be showing up again on, on my body for certain they're amazing <laughs> shirts and thank you again thank you again jared and thank you again so much aaron not not for the shirt and also for everything that, you know, you, you did uh, uh, so far on this day and everything you're going to continue to do as we continue to talk in this episode. <laughs> well, it was my pleasure. It was at this point that we, we started to realize it was getting late in the day and, and we did need to get back to Minneapolis so we could attend the show and and uh, and check out Jeopardy and, and all that stuff. Uh, so we're like, all right, we need to just um, make sure we do every photo op that we have dreamed of. Um, so we're like, let's start at the beginning of the town and let's well, do all of them. I get, I guess another thing that you know, uh, important line in the uh, in the song "The Biggest Ball of Twine in Minnesota," which we listened to on repeat there, <laughs> so we knew it by heart if we didn't already, was that. Uh, you know, there is a line in there where they talk about um, sending postcards back home. Oh, that's you know, right. Greetings from the Twine Ball. Wish you were here. Well, uh, I know, uh, uh, you know, uh, they actually have gift cards in the gift shop that say greetings from the Twine Ball. So uh, I know we picked up a few of those while we were shopping and uh, we decided to send a few of them out to uh, – so a couple of people had asked us to, to, to send them. So I remember we were sitting in the park, you know, writing out postcards uh, to people. And, <laughs> and uh, Aaron, again, you know, thought of everything. She thought to bring stamps. So mm-hmm. uh, we, we, uh, we used Aaron's stamps uh, to, to mail those out. Uh, addressed a few postcards. That was fun to do. I had I specifically asked everybody who was there at the time to uh, to please sign my postcard and drop it in the mail. Um, or, or, and I'll drop it in the mail. I did not read what any. What's that? You you had it for yourself. You mailed it to yourself. For my yes, I addressed to myself. Yes, I guess. Yeah, addressed <laughs> to myself. I did not read what anybody wrote. If they wrote anything at all, I did not know who signed it, and uh, it has not arrived yet. So. As of the recording of this episode, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where it is. <laughs> Hopefully, it's on its way. We did mail it, so maybe mail's a little slow out in Darwin. I'm not quite sure, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I have not gotten it yet, and I have not heard anybody uh, say that they have gotten their postcard yet. But hopefully, it's it's on the way. Uh, hopefully, you'll have it by the time you hear this episode. Yes, and I liked that idea so much, Dave, that I I had some people sign my card and I mailed it to myself, and I have not received it yet, nor heard from anyone. So. Um, I'm sure later this week or next week people will start receiving them. I don't know how fast the mail is in Darwin. Um, 
<laughs> I don't know. There's a tiny little post office in Darwin. I think uh, I I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's maybe it's maybe it's like uh, one of those things like you know walking into the museum where it's bigger on the inside. But the post office in Darwin <laughs> looked pretty tiny. Like maybe it was one room. <laughs> well, so we we had to go. But yes, mail- yes, we walked around and we had to check out all of our amazing all the amazing things that we talked about everything that you could see within sight of the actual twine ball itself so yes we crammed in as many sites as we could and luckily the um the post office with their uh, outgoing mailbox is right across the street from perennial bank so that was our first stop <laughs> we went right down there to perennial bank um i took some selfies um with the perennial bank sign um I can't imagine many people are doing that, but Dave, you, me, and, and Jackson certainly <laughs> took a number of pictures with the perennial bank in Darwin, um, and then I, I popped all of our uh, postcards right in the uh, the blue receptacle box. Yeah, uh, I definitely took a few pictures over by perennial bank. Uh, I think next, I don't remember what was next to perennial bank. Was that the Twine Ball Inn? Are we that close already? Yes. No, not yet. We um, yeah. Before we get to the Twine Ball oh. Inn, Dave, oh. Dave, you took some pictures with you. you you took like an hour taking pictures over at the uh, post office. <laughs> we were all like waiting for you and you're just like, I don't know. I don't know what you're doing over fa- there. I was fascinated by this post office because like I said, it was the smallest post office I've ever seen. It was like, it was almost like uh, the size of like a shipping container. I mean, that's probably the best way to describe it, right? It was the size of a postage stamp. It, it might have been. And you... No, it was a little bigger than that, but okay. yeah, it was it was a tiny little post. It was a cute little post office, and uh, I was gathering information for future Discover Darwin ads. Uh, <laughs> so, well, so maybe spoiler alert for a future episode. I'm sure we'll be talking about the post office in Darwin, Minnesota, at some point. Well, after um, after I left Perennial Bank, I'm looking through the pictures on my phone in order. Um, I took a picture of V's Grill and Pub, the chicken place, um, which was pretty close <laughs> yes. to the post office. And then they had these really awesome banners hanging around town um, that said, welcome, on like a little storefront. And then it says, downtown Darwin, Twineball Country. Uh, so there's these really cool flags um, or banners that were kind of hanging on the uh, the phone poles. So we took some pictures of that. And then, Dave, yes. that's when we arrived at... The world famous Darwin, Minnesota Twine Ball Inn. <laughs> yeah, the Twine Ball Inn. So this is a little. I guess it's a former restaurant. Maybe uh, it, it's. Well, it was it's the, a, it was an inn? Pretty big. And then it was a restaurant, and now it's just a vacant building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a vacant building, but you can actually look in in through one of the windows, and you can kind of see that there's like stuff inside of it, sort of set up like maybe it had there's a little table in there, you know, with stuff on the table, candles and flowers, you know, uh, plastic flowers, not real flowers, you know, and things like that. So it almost looked like it was set up at some point to 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 do to be like sort of like an inn or or something, and then it was sort of shuttered up. Uh, at that point. But yeah, you could not go into the Twine Bowl Inn. Um, we could not stay at the Twine Bowl as much as we wanted to. Uh, but yeah, it was it was pretty cool to get to see the Twine Bowl Inn because, of course, that's mentioned prominently in the song. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think uh, 
I think after then, after the twine ball in, um, we you know we took some some shots. Um, we got to the big blue sign to the left of the twine ball. It says "World's Largest t- by One Man Twine Ball," <laughs> constructed by <laughs> Francis A. Johnson, nineteen fifty to nineteen seventy nine. Weight seventeen thousand four hundred pounds. Circumference approximately forty feet. Moved from Johnson's house east of Darwin on Highway Twelve to this site on June twenty fifth, nineteen ninety one. Donated to the city of Darwin by the Francis A. Johnson Trust. Uh, so a really cool sign. Um, yeah. We took some pictures of that. Yeah, indeed. Uh, and I guess we should <laughs> we should mention uh, that you know since we had like a thousand of these uh, wooden nickels um, <laughs> throughout our journey throughout the day, we we were uh, strategically hiding uh, <laughs> these wooden nickels throughout Darwin, Minnesota. So. If anyone, I don't know uh, if they're still there, if people have found them by now, but if anyone is planning on making that trip to Darwin, Minnesota, be on the lookout for wooden nickels. Uh, yes. If you find them, you can keep them. Yes. We uh, we did. They're, they're, they're strategically placed throughout the throughout the town. There's a little like kind of book exchange, little um, cubby near the, the twine ball. We did leave a stack in there um, and we did leave a number of them with the uh, the gift shop. We told them they could sell them or give them out, whatever they want to do with them. Um, so while supplies last, uh, uh, based on some of your, uh, based on some of your hiding spots, Ethan, I'm pretty sure that there will still be some (laughs) (laughs) millennia to come (laughs) for a while, for a while. So that, that's a fun game. If you want to, if you want to head to, head to the twine ball. Um, so then we had a little, yeah, I think after, after the twine bowl in, I think we had, uh, at least I did, I went back inside, make sure, uh, I could say goodbye to Mindy and, uh, pick up any last minute souvenirs that I hadn't bought before. I know that there was a, uh, that twine ball, there was, we mentioned there was that mailbox out front where you could sign your name. I know I went and made sure I, I signed in on the twine oh, ball. Yep, I did there too. was one inside that mailbox. And there was one actually inside up at the desk that Mindy was sitting at in the uh, museum slash gift shop. Uh, so, yeah. So uh, make sure you sign at least one of those if you're head, uh, heading to the twine ball. Um, and then I mean, I signed them both just to be sure. <laughs> While we're inside uh, I know I, the museum, there is a big cutout uh, twine ball uh, sign. It says having a ball <laughs> yeah. in Darwin. And then there's a big twine ball with two randomly placed holes for your head to go through <laughs> so we, we took a number of uh, photos combinations of myself and and you dave and and uh, jackson and i don't know aaron if if you got in any with us but i think you got in some at least one with uh, your dad brad um mm-hmm. but that was pretty fun again kind of like the cake is that yes how you, you know. it was like the cake i even tried to to the the holes were the holes were like uh, larger than a human head, like that you could stick your yeah. head, you're supposed to stick your head through. So I tried to actually crawl into the hole and see how far I could get in, and tried to recreate <laughs> the image on the cake without the red rump the goody. But I think I did a pretty good job uh, yeah. recreating that image. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. And so that was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, and again, uh, Ethan had mentioned that we had made a twine ball or bust sign, uh, which we had displayed in our window. Uh, we decided to donate that to the museum. So uh, we added that to their collection of, of twine ball or bust and other signs that they had collected from tourists. Uh, I, Ethan and I signed it, dated it, uh, put a link to the website on it. 
and uh, donated that. And of course, we hid uh, hid more wooden nickels inside the museum. Uh, so, just a so, few. So you, they're not just outside; they're also inside. Just a few. I, although uh, I, I definitely think keep the ones in the museum that. maybe should stay in the museum. Don't go rooting through stuff you're not supposed to. Looking for those. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Want to put a disclaimer in there? Um, I think the last thing we did before we had it out, the last thing. Um, well, actually, not the last thing we did, but the the last thing that at least I wanted to get a picture with was the weird alley sign. Um, That's right, which yeah. is this road or alley um, right near the Twine Ball, and um, I believe it was originally called Twine Ball Lane, and then um, Mayor Josh Josh Johnson uh, had the name changed a couple years ago to Weird Alley. And uh, the name has stuck, and it's even on Google Maps and, and all those, um, <laughs> you know, uh, GPSs as Weird Alley. So it's very cool. Mm. Mm. Yes, indeed. Uh, so we took a picture with that. I, don't, I think at that point we were pretty much coming up on the time we needed to leave to get to the show, right? We were there for about four hours, all in all. Uh, um, at least four hours, yeah. At least yeah, four okay. hours, yeah. Yes. And it was, yeah, it was, it, it was, was a while. It was sad. It was sad to leave, you know? <laughs> it was, um, my eyes got moist, and, you know, with a smile, I said, kids, this here's what America's all about. And um, that's when I started feeling kind of gooey inside. Um, I, mm-hmm. And you had a funny kind of feeling. Yeah, that we're going to be coming back again next year. Woohoo! back next year. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Indeed. Definitely Can't wait we'll to see you. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I, I guess uh, after we left, I mean, I, I, again, uh, we decided uh, the GPS was going to take us back immediately back to to Route 12. But I mean, when you're in Darwin, Minnesota, you have to drive down Weird Alley. Yeah. So we took a little detour, drove our car <laughs> down Weird Alley, which I guess the best way to describe it, it really is an unpaved alley. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> you feel like you're driving through people's backyards, it's, it's, uh, uh, which we probably were. <laughs> I mean, of all the, yeah. <laughs> the, the roads in the United States to have been named after Weird Al, um, it's not the most glamorous one, but at least the proximity <laughs> is, uh, is pretty glamorous. So <laughs> yes, I'm glad you thought to, uh, to take us down that, um, <laughs> uh, alley, uh, on our way out, Dave, that was a, a great experience. Yeah, indeed. I don't know if anybody else has anything else, but I do have something I want to close with. So if anybody, uh, wants to, uh, to, 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 let us know anything else. Let's uh, go through that first. Well, what are your final thoughts, Aaron? No, it was, it was your first time there. You put together this awesome party. Um, how what? How do you reflect on on the day? It was it was just so fun, and it was I love that people actually showed up, and and it was kind of an open house where people came and went, and um, the the mayor Josh Johnson is uh, him and his family. They're one. I mean, the nicest people. Um, you could ever meet. Uh, I was so appreciative. And like you said earlier, Dave, I was expecting him to kind of just say, Hey, uh, and, and, and leave. Uh, but the fact that he didn't and he stuck around and kind of hung out with us the whole day, it was just, it, it made it, it made it really special for me. Um, and I, you know, it was sad to leave, but I think the only, you know, we had the bright side that 
at least we're going to a Weird Al concert. So that made it a little right. bit easier to right. write. Yes. Um, <laughs> is that we're like, oh, shoot, we have to. Yeah, we have to actually uh, go see him now. Uh, so that so that made it easier. But uh, it was just a really fun day with friends. And um, it was fun to I think we wiped out the entire gift shop which i think mindy was happy yeah. for uh so all around uh, all around every <laughs> all around everyone ha- had a great time i think so i loved it i spent two hundred dollars in the gift shop so i definitely spent more than i should have wow. <laughs> <laughs> i got a couple shirts i got some hats you know i i uh, i went for big ticket items but uh got a lot of uh, nice knickknacks and ephemera there so um, I'll, I'll be set for mm-hmm. for a while <laughs> on my twine ball goods and right. <laughs> collectibles. Yeah, I didn't quite spend that much, uh, but I did pick up a few T-shirts, of course, uh, miniature ball of twine. You know, so there's a couple other little small things. Yeah, and yeah, a couple coffee mugs and things like that. But yeah, it was. I certainly could have spent a lot more there. They had a lot of really cool things in the gift shop. Uh, but yeah. So uh, again, uh, thank you, Aaron, for the amazing party setting that up. Uh, Thank you both for being there with me, uh, spending your birthday with me. That was so great. Uh, Spending it at the Twine Ball. It's been your birthday. uh, It wasn't our birthday. Yeah, your birthday with you. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Did I? If I misspoke, then yeah, spending yeah, well, uh, spending your birthday with yourself too. Make sure you spend your birthday with yourself. It's very important. Every year I do. No, that. yes, spending <laughs> spending your birthday with with me. Uh, that was very special at the Twine Ball. No, I, said, I still said that still wrong, said didn't right. I? We know what you mean, Dave. We know yeah. what you mean. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, spending <laughs> my birthday with me. Yes. Uh, with no, you. that was very very nice of both of you. Uh and and uh there is one more birthday related thing that uh, I'm hoping uh, Ethan will ask me about. Um did I give you a pinch to grow an inch? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh Dave, did you receive any uh weird al um American greetings videos? Actually, I did. I did. Uh, I did. Uh, you know, obviously the, the amazing uh, mashup that Weird Al did on American Greetings. I did receive a few of them, including one from you. So thank you very much for that, You're Ethan, welcome. and you and everybody at Dave. You and everybody at Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Al podcast. Uh, I guess helped design that card. Yep. Uh, so that was very kind of, of you and everybody at Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Al podcast. But I did receive a very special one as well. I remember back when we were in on May 29th, uh, when we were in Nashville, you had received a card from Weird Al Yankovic himself. Uh, partway through the festivities, it rolled in at at 1.31 p.m., I did get an email from Al Yankovic, and he did send me my very own uh, Weird Al mashup. He got the uh, he got the name right. So I was happy about that. And he got the age right, wow. so he must have been paying attention <laughs> at some point. So it was very cool. And uh, 
It's a short little note, you know, with, with uh, sending me that. And he did uh, say, see you tonight. So he knew I was going to the concert in Minnesota or Minneapolis at some point. Uh, he must have found that out as well. <laughs> it was really cool, really great, really special to get uh, a message uh, from from Weird Al Yankovic on my birthday, wishing me a happy birthday and singing it to me, which was really cool. That was amazing. And we'll get to hear all about um, our f- fun and at the actual concert in Minneapolis um, in two episodes on episode 29 centimeter. And Aaron, we would love it if you would join us for that one as well. Um, so hopefully you'll you'll be back to uh, to tell us about your perspective and tell us about some of the other concerts you've seen without us. Um and what a mm-hmm. wonderful day, Dave. This was uh, was so much fun. It was such a pleasure to get to spend your birthday with you. <laughs> I said it right <laughs> the first time. Uh, and um, again, want to share thanks to Aaron and and um, and, uh, and Jared and Rocky and, and everyone who had a, a part in making that day so wonderful and special. And, oh, yeah. Um, our visit to the Twine Ball, just such a, a memorable experience. I mean, it would have been great to just show up and um see the twine ball you know outside the glass and visit the gift shop and leave like that that already would have been amazing but it just it turned into quite a pretty stinking majestic unparalleled experience um and it's all thanks to wonderful weird al fans and uh uh can't thank aaron you and and the mayor and, and everyone else uh enough that was just so fun it was so fun yeah certainly i mean definitely you know if you know had a if I had to describe how I wanted to spend my birthday, you know, getting to see the twine ball for the first time ever, getting to hang out, you know, all day, four or five hours out in the hot sun with all of my really close personal Weird Al friends, you know, getting to get inside, the, you know, the the pagoda, you know, just having this amazing experience, having a wonderful, wonderful gifts, you know, Weird Al related gifts, and a, a cake with a red rump that Goody on it. I mean, who would have, you know, who could have imagined such a such a more majestic pretty stinking majestic birthday than that. It was a wonderful way to spend the first half of my birthday and we'll get to the second half of my birthday, uh, on, like you said, on episode 29 centimeter. Uh, for people listening in, in numerical order, the next episode that you will hear about will be the uh, Mayo Clinic Health System Center in Mankato, Minnesota, which happened <laughs> Uh, yesterday, according to you know this timeline, <laughs> July twenty third, uh, today or this episode falls on the Twine Ball visit falls on July twenty fourth. The following episode, episode twenty nine centimeter, will be at the State Theater in Minneapolis, and I cannot wait to hear all about it. So uh, we'll hear about that in two episodes. Uh, until next time. was Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast, Ridiculously Self-Indulgent, bonus episode 27 centimeter. Greetings from the Twine Ball. Wish you were here.